Welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Tornado Tag Radio here on NOTLG.com, episode 224. We're going to talk about AEW Dynamite and MLW Fusion, but before we get to all of that, my name is John, and joining me this week, as she does every time one of us goes to a convention and comes back, is the butcher to my blade... Marianne, hello. Fair assumption that I would be Andy. Mm-hmm. We have we had, that is a tag team we have not done yet, so it is for it sure is. have not done. Marianne, how are you? I am good. Um, I think last time we recorded, I talked about losing my favorite pair of sunglasses. Did I, we? I don't recall. I, I went to my old job. Yes. Yes. Yes, and I left my sunglasses there, and actually, my old coworker texted me and said, "Are these yours?" Like a week and a half later, and I went, "Yes," and I almost cried, and it was good shit. Let me tell you about my week, John. Oh, okay, let's go. Um, so there is <laughs> two things. Um, there is I work obviously in like a business park kind of mm-hmm. area, and uh, the past few, like the past month or so. Um, every week, uh, an ice cream man comes by our parking lot and it's a Mr. Softy. So this is not popsicles. This is like real Sundays legit, and yeah. legit shit. And he comes by and my, my coworker was pissed cause she missed him last time. Mm-hmm. And so we're all out there and he literally circled around to the building across the parking lot from us. And I literally saw a man run from his office to the ice cream truck. That's amazing. It was good shit. And I had the best root beer float of my life. Ooh. And we asked him, when are you coming back? And he says, I always come on Wednesdays. And then he didn't show up. Oh, no. For the whole week. And I had even written on the board on Wednesday, it's ice cream day, you guys. And then he <laughs> didn't show up. And my mom said, he's avoiding you. It's not going to work out. Because <laughs> I, I told her about him. And she was like, so this man has my dream job. Is he single? but he didn't show up and I was so bummed and then earlier like on that same day I think it was Wednesday um I had ordered a uh I had posted it on my Instagram if you follow me on Instagram you will know um if you just know me in general you know I love the Backstreet Boys um Mm -hmm. understatement and uh there is a vintage t-shirt shop that they do sell old wrestling t-shirts um and uh they had a howie d shirt and i did post about it right um a vintage howie d shirt of him when he had a modeling campaign with fila i didn't even know about this amazing that's how underground this shit was. And I was like, I don't even think any of these shirts even exist ever. It was to the point where I Googled it and you couldn't even find the image that they used on the shirt. Yeah. Wow. And so they found that they had this shirt and they were selling it like a month or two ago for like over $200, right? And I was like, well, fuck. Um, and then I looked on Wednesday and they had dropped the price to 80. Good And Lord. I went, oh boy, oh boy. And then I bought it. And then that night, and that was the same day the ice cream man didn't fucking show up, right? Right. Same um, day. Yes, same day. I was already traumatized. Um, I go to sleep that night, and I just, for some reason, you ever get that itch where you're like, I'm just going to do this real fast. 
And for some reason, my mind was like, let me just check my email. For some reason, like I'm an adult that checks their email. What the fuck? And I had an email from that guy that said, sorry about the mix up. I actually sold that shirt in store earlier today. Oh, money. And I couldn't sleep for like the next 40 minutes. I was just lying on my back, staring at the ceiling in the dark, just fully devastated. And I had planned out a whole nineties photo shoot with my friend, Spencer. He's the one that does, I do the photos with. Mm -hmm. I had planned out a whole thing where it's like, I have overalls and all of this shit. And I was like, I have uh, it's legit. And I was so upset. And I had texted several people saying, look at what I got. This is fucking incredible. And, um, and so that happened and I emailed the guy back and I went, no, I was like, I was waiting to like, to get paid. And I just found out what my tax like return refund is. I'm so upset. Like I I told him I just legit was so upset. And I got an email the next day. um, And the person who had bought the shirt was a regular at their store. And he felt bad because I had bought it that he called them and asked them if they could trade it back so he could give it to me. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so it's going to be here this upcoming week. Nice. I was like, I'm going to cry. I'm giving you guys so many shout outs when I find when I when I get this. I was like, I'm going to cry. I'm so fucking excited because I know that it's the only one. And yeah, I my friend George was like, no, I'll find it for you. And I was like, no, you won't. You won't find it anywhere. I was like, I'm so upset because it's like it's an extra large. Yeah. And I was like, yo, Howie D t-shirt dress 2020. I'll do it. Because um, it's like the least popular Backstreet Boy on a t-shirt you're not <laughs> right. gonna find that shit and i would love the least popular one um i love the least pop no that's a lie in instinct joey was my favorite but um i am getting that shirt and i'm really fucking excited about it john excellent and i'm so excited i was like i'm gonna wear it i was like with a red beanie and just a choker and a hook a gigapet to my pocket and have this like the chunky fila sneakers and then the socks that have the little lace fringe around them and i'm just gonna rock it and Everyone can judge me and I will not care. My so, but yeah, that's what happened with my week. Uh, today I had to go to Honda to get my car looked at and they helped me fix my Bluetooth because my Bluetooth was all fucked up. Uh-huh. And so that's been fixed. And right. then they helped me add speed dial into my car so I can just say call mom and then it calls my mom. And nice. I, I tried to figure it out myself, but the manual in my car was for the nicer version of my car. Oh. So the screen looked nothing alike. Well, and I was like, ah, shit. And then they taught me how to add backgrounds. So I like and plugged in backgrounds and I made like I with a USB and I have like a little like Slytherin background. Nice. I that's what I spent my day doing other than watching wrestling. So very cool. how about you? I know you went to a convention and didn't record last week and that's why we're here now. Yeah, uh, went to Gallifrey one. You can hear all of the recap of that on my Doctor Who podcast, Podcastica. It's on notlg.com and Spotify and all those other places. Uh, but I did, Marianne, um, that Wednesday I went to, um, I went to Universal, um, and I went to Harry Potter, uh, land, which I know is not what it's called. Yeah. I I know. What is it called? Um, I guess, I don't know. The magical world of Harry Potter. That's too mouthy. That's too mouthy. Everybody just calls it Harry Potter land, which I hate saying because that sounds lame too. It does. Um, But it's small. Yeah, it's it's small. But uh, I went on the the main ride they have there. It's dope, right? Uh, It is dope, but it is not dope when it's the first thing you've done and and you haven't eaten food yet. Uh, You did not. Yeah. 
You threw up? Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, I my God, throw. John. I just got very, like, at, when the ride was over, I, you know how they let you out and you're, like, standing on the conveyor belt? I was just standing there, like, looking at the ground, like, ugh, and then slowly walked off. <laughs> it was great, though. It was a very, uh, very cool ride. I don't think I will ever go on it again because now, just thinking about it, I'm getting dizzy. Um, Dude. I, when I went on it, it kind of froze at the part where the Whomping Willow was, like, attacking you. Oh, my God. And you were, like, we were, like, frozen on our backs. Jeez. And I was, like, well, this is nice. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that ride is crazy. But it was it was fun. Uh, what else did I do? Uh, I went on Jurassic World two times. Did not hit my... I've never been on that ride because the line is so long. Oh, my God. Marion, this was great. We went on a Wednesday, and there was, like, nobody there. It was awesome. The The wait for Harry Potter was five minutes. The wait for... No, yeah, bitch, the, no. Yeah, the wait for Jurassic World was less than that. Um, it was great. Uh, went on this mummy ride, which was weird. Uh, like they started to tell a story. I tweeted about it. Uh, they started to tell a story and then like the story didn't go anywhere. And I'm not sure if like at the end of the ride you escape or you're dead or what's going on. I'm not, but the roller coaster itself was pretty fucking wild. It was a, a hybrid of Indiana Jones and space mountain. It was very, it was, it was hybrid of both of them. So it didn't break down constantly. No, I mean, it, you know, I walked right on, um, also, our friend Kevin, who works there, uh, he um, got me in for the day, which is great. Um, but he works at the the Walking Dead experience. Ew. Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, and he <laughs> he uh, he was like, "If you guys want uh, during lunch, we you know we file out, we take a lunch, and we close down the whole thing. If you want, I can take you through it with none of the special effects." And none of the people, obviously. And I was, I said, yeah, all right. So uh, we went, and the entire time I thought to myself, he's going to get us real bad. Like, he's going to have somebody scare the shit out of us. I know. Uh, he did not, uh, which was great. Uh, but I would have punched him in the face. I was on. I wouldn't have even gotten <laughs> breaths near that set. No. It was it was fun, like to see all the special effects because they're actually shutting it down to build something else. Um, but it was really cool just to get a backstage. Like we got to see where all the costumes were hung, and they have like all the washing machines back there to wash them. All of the masks were there. Um, it was very cool just to get a cool little backstage uh, view of everything. And yeah, I mean it was fun. I would definitely go back to Universal. Uh, very chill. I didn't even, we didn't even go to all the places uh, that were around, I think, but. Um, I went on the universal one that takes you through all the sets and stuff. Yeah, we Keith, did that too. And I no sold the dinosaur part. <laughs> oh, you mean the. Uh, <laughs> like the part with Jurassic Park. I literally no sold the entire thing and Keith thought it was hilarious. Uh, like a dinosaur like spit in my face and I just went and I just no sold it. <laughs> I was like, I do not care for this. Um, speaking of me, you posting about pineapples, I said, yeah, except pineapples suck dick and I hate them. To which I got the response from Dan Barry saying, geez, okay, calm down, suck a butt. I mean, I agree with uh, with with uh, with Barry there. It's uh, tranquilo. Let's just do it, huh? 
Ugh, so gross. It's not even real. It's just a cute little glowing pineapple that I have. Is it squishy? It is not squishy. Oh, okay. it, it's it, eh, not really. It would be forgiven if it was squishy. I did have a squishy one, but it's that has been since retired. My psych. I know pineapple. which one you're talking. Yes, yeah. I know. I was thinking of that. Um. All right. Well, let us uh, let's get into some wrestling. Uh, let's talk about AEW Dynamite, which, uh, holy crap, I just, uh, you know, as a general statement, I just want to say this episode of AEW Dynamite was fantastic. It was very good. Uh, it was probably, I don't know if you saw Marianne, Cody, after they went off air, he did like a little, you know, he cut a promo and he's like, are we off the air? And this, someone was like, yes. And he's like, all right, I think that was the best episode we've had. And it was. Um and it was much better than NXT, which if you want to hear my thoughts on NXT uh, this week, just go to uh, facebook.com slash THS Wrestling News. I did a live stream after I watched both the Wednesday shows, and I uh, promptly ripped NXT a new one. Cool. It was a bad show. Um, but yeah, this was show. Why was Adam Cole in it too much? Um. No, it had nothing to do with with Adam Cole. I mean, if we want to get into it a little bit, um, no, we don't. All right. Uh, well, I mean, they they did the the same thing in three different segments where somebody came out and either interrupted in the middle of a match with a microphone or that's very WWE where they do the same thing all the time interrupted at the end with a microphone. Um, also, the main event was fucking not good. Um, I don't know if it was meant to be that because it was a quote unquote, you know, the guys had heat thing, but it it was bad. It was not good. Anyway, let's talk about AEW Dynamite because it was much better and they trounced NXT in the ratings, which uh, rightfully so this week. Uh, it was such a good episode. We opened up with a number one contender battle tag team battle royal. Pardon me. Uh, both members of each team have to be eliminated, which I is something I enjoy because uh, usually when tag teams are involved in being, you know, in a battle royal or a elimination style tag team match, if one person's eliminated, they're both gone. So I like this aspect for sure. I generally hate battle rails um, because there's too much going on. Like, so basically I had a really hard time taking notes on this because there was so much happening. Yeah. And I was just like, I can't do these. And then every time I'm at an indie show and it's a battle rail, I'm like, this is just a ring full of people. I don't give a shit about. Yeah. I mean, I just, I didn't really take m many notes. Um, I think there's, there's just a, a couple of things for me why wasn't dark order proper in this i didn't really get that um you know we had uh the beaver boys were in it their little minions um whatever yeah um, I, I just saw uh pumped up dustin at the beginning and i was like well this isn't gonna end well because that's what happens every time he gets all meaty pumped up yeah um and but looked great because he's my dust yeah um <laughs> For me, I, I was a little upset that we, you know, we hyped up this big um, partnership with the ch with the uh, the China uh, promotion when AEW started. We had the Strong Hearts on for a couple of weeks, T Hawk and SEMA, 
and then they just show up. They're gone for like a million years, and here they are in a battle royal, just kind of, eh, you know? Yeah, and then one of them got attempted to the Dark Order, and we don't know where that's going to go from there. And I'm just like, I don't give a shit about the Dark Order. But speaking... I also don't give a shit about the homeboy in the front and then Enzo shirt. He can fuck right off. Ooh, I didn't see that, but... Um, yeah, in the front row. I did love the... Uh, the guy from the Dark Order vignettes was actually in the crowd. Like, they got him to come, and he was like, hey, where's Christopher Daniels? You guys suck. And then SCU got eliminated. Uh, and then Raven was in the crowd. Was which, he the guy just sitting there? Yes. It was? Yes. Oh <laughs> he was just sitting behind the Dark Order, which is either just, like, maybe foreshadowing or, you know, just a fun little thing. How would it be if he was the Exalted One? It'd be great. He's a great promo. So. Well, he's your favorite. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I was like, uh, I like his style as an audience member as to just not move. He just sat there. Yes. Which is, it was great. You know, shit. Typical Raven. Uh, so that was fun. Uh, Jurassic express looked really good in this. Um, I love all the, the tag team. They have great tag team moves. They do. I am a huge, uh, Luchasaurus fan. Yes. Mostly because he has the master's degree in like medieval history, which I think is fucking hysterical. Yeah. Um, I didn't. I didn't understand how some of these teams were even allowed to be there. They like came out late. Oh, so um, I was like, why is that even allowed? That's an unfair advantage, isn't it? Well, Santana and Ortiz were just there on the outside, just refusing to come in because they're jerks. Same with the Dark Order uh, guys. Those were the only. But two they're teams. so inconsequential that I didn't even see them until they were actually in the ring because I don't care. <laughs> right. Um. So yeah. I, I, once again, uh, private party is here. So I just have to say the dolphin noise nonsense has to stop. Oh, it's a dolphin noise now. It fucking sucks. It's, whatever it is. It's fucking terrible. Please stop doing and it. And the audience like kind of laughed. And I was like, this is, this is garbage. It's ner like, it's is nervous laughter at this point. It's just it's, like, it's, it's bad. bad. It's bad. It. Yeah. yeah. So uh, up next, we had um, the Butcher and Luchasaurus facing off. And uh, I think this might be one of the first times on national television uh, the the phrase hoss fight was uttered, which made me yes, very I happy. Made me very happy. Thank you, Excalibur. It was Excalibur. Oh, I knew it. I knew it. it. I was, was like, it has to be. Yeah. I saw it, and the first thing I thought, they were like face to face. The first thing I thought, I was at home by myself watching this. Uh, eating mayaki soba and being lonely and I just looked at it and I just went every time a dinosaur and then I couldn't stop laughing after that which is uh you tweeted that and this should have gone viral by now I don't know why I don't I don't know it's so funny yeah. and I hate laughing at my own jokes but I'm so proud of it. it's like the best pun I've ever made and it was one that literally just burst into my head like oh it's great every time a dinosaur I um, love it absolutely it love it I don't, I don't, I'm angry that it's not viral, honestly. And I feel like I'm not deserving now that I'm like, I'm being like this. That was a funny joke, you guys, you know, <laughs> like hyping up my own joke, but it was a funny joke. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, I also loved how best friends was miraculously still in there. Yeah. After, I mean, like both of them, after one of the young bucks was eliminated and then like, just like full teams were eliminated. And I was like, why is Dustin still here? <laughs> like, 
I mean, Trent lasted a little longer because of help from Orange Cassidy, which was very and, funny. Uh, Dustin was very mad about that. Yes. <laughs> he was like, Orange Cassidy helped out Trent, and I just got kicked out like a loser. What the hell, man? Like, <laughs> <laughs> and they've known each other longer. Yes. Um, <laughs> they it, introduced each other. Uh, or Orange tries <sighs> to help out Trent again, but the bunny hits him with a low blow. Um, I don't understand. How can you low blow a man that's that handsomely charismatic? I don't know, but like, it, it sets up a match for next week between the Butcher and the Blade taking on best friends. So that should be interesting. I'm excited about that a lot. Yeah. Uh, Trent said a uh, match against two dad like figures. Yeah. Very <laughs> funny. Um, so good. And did, you saw that picture of speaking of Orange Cassidy, if somebody took a picture of Orange Cassidy and Jake Hager standing yes. next to each other. Oh, it's my the God. Funniest shit ever. There's actually another picture of them somewhere. I think Hager posted it on his his um his Twitter. And I think he said, name this duo. I think he said. Yeah, it's name this. Somebody was like, you should remake twins. Oh and I just went big Jake, little Jim. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. That's funny. Um, Good shit. We need to talk about this uh, the super kick that Sammy Guevara took. Uh, the Mortal Kombat gift. Because I fuck. He got super kicked into uh, into the crowd quite literally because he was there for the Moxley Cop match, which we'll get to that later. But holy crap, this was absolutely nuts. Um, Sammy Guevara is an amazing wrestler. Yes, like and by I mean amazing. He's very good at at selling shit and getting kicked in the face. Yes. Uh, like, he's so good at it. This was insane. It 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 rivals the Shawn Michaels super kick to Shelton Benjamin from eons ago, it seems. Uh, I fully screamed. Yeah, I did too. I watched it, it was, like a million times. Me too. And I was like, I need to find this on a GIF. And so I literally had to pause it and spend like the next 10 minutes trying to find it as a GIF. And the only GIF I could find is the one where somebody brilliantly added Mortal Kombat yes. into it. Yes. So well done. That was very good stuff. Um, the Young <laughs> Bucks. It's so accurate. Yes. Young Bucks end up winning and they are going on to face Hangman Page and Kenny Omega for the AEW World Tag Team titles at Revolution. We will get to that a little later. But up next, we had Chris Statlander taking on uh, Shana. It's not. It's Shana. Isn't Shana. It? It's Shana. Shana. Yeah. I say Shauna sometimes. It's sh- Shauna and her her fucking dope ass Dragon Ball Z gear. Yeah, so good. Yeah, it's these two. These two chicks are my two favorite. Oh, they're great. Yeah, on the women's roster, they're my two favorite, other than Magic Girl. But um, Magic Girl, you go, <laughs> dude. Chris Statlander is so pretty. Oh, she on the list? I I feel like she is. She's so pretty. You just made and the her list. shirt. Her merch, I love her shirt. I really want I need the navy that shirt. One, the navy one, yeah. it's so nice. I, I really love it. Like it looks it. very weirdly Lisa Frankie, and I kind of dig it. Yeah, they did like, good work on her merch for sure. It was good shit. I love it. Um, we had Jim Ross going, can somebody explain space to me at in the beginning? And it's just like, ugh, like, why are we doing, why are you doing this? Why are you shitting why, on this Why game? is Britt Baker even there? Like her she's and barely t- ranked five. Like she's barely significant. Her and Tony uh, Shivani are best friends now. Tony loves his coffee cup. Also, I how- loved that shit. How funny was it that his name was spelled T O N E Y? 
So good. It was spelled completely wrong. We had a boop off in the middle of this And it match. had, like, his face on the Starbucks yes, logo. Yes, they need to produce like, that shit. They need to produce it before I do it. Yes. Make Tony Schiavone mugs. Holy shit. I would buy. I want, you know what? I would hella buy one. Uh, in the middle of this, I'm going to AEWshop.com. I'm seeing if there's a Tony Schiavone mug. I'm going to. Oh, it's not AEWshop.com? Was I wrong in, in believing that that was... It's just pro wrestling. I feel like it's, shop, it it's shop. It's shopaew.com. My bad. We're doing this. We're checking it right now because I want to see if it's an actual mug because that would be great. That would be good stuff. New arrivals. Let's check it out. What do we got? AEW live on. We just have the... Oh, that new uh, Sammy Guevara shirt is great. The hit me up one where yeah. he's like dressed as Jesus. It's so good. There's a Mox eye patch. Okay. Eye patch. I understand that that's like the new thing for 2020, mm-hmm. but I don't, unless somebody ends up with like a, like a, a whirly eye, like Mad Eye Moody, <laughs> like that's where it needs to be headed for me to be completely sold on this, on yeah. this idea. Like we, we need, we need a Mad Eye Moody eye patch. I, I feel like Mox is headed that direction. I feel like. If you're going to be that dedicated, just go full-blown magic, man. Just go. There is no, as I am as I am looking around, there is no Tony Schiavone Starbucks-style mug. Um, Why? Oh, how? I honestly got so funny. They for sure need to. And I'm also just looking at new stuff on pro wrestling tees, and they don't have... Oh, okay. Why is this a thing? They have a Young Bucks coffee. Where's the Tony Schiavone coffee? That's so weird, right? Because they keep harping back to Tony Schiavone and Starbucks. It's like, why, why, why? But where is the Tony Schiavone one? That's weird. I would buy the Tony Schiavone one immediately. Like, no questions asked. Anyway. That's so funny. uh, During the middle of this match, JR has a complete breakdown over cake. (laughs) Uh He's like, where did that even come from? He just started mentioning cake. And weirdly enough, this happened as I was eating cake. He he was it's like my brother's birthday today. And I was eating birthday cake that my mom hadn't frosted yet that she left at home. Oh. And I was like, I'm going to eat this. He, and then JR just knew what I was thinking. It was something about pie. And he's like, why is it always got to be pie? Why can't it be cake? People love cake, damn it. And I was just like, holy shit, what is happening right now? JR, um, that's the most energy he showed in so many things. Because like, he why? just wanted some cake. I don't know. I mean, I get it, man. I get it. Uh, we had a double stomp off the top. I believe that was by... Uh, that that was that was, it was uh, that it was, was Shanna. Shanna, yeah, uh, and she hit us this crazy spinning DDT where Chris just landed straight on top of her head. It was good stuff. Um, Shanna had a great drop kick as well, but Big Bang Theory, which I, I will forgive the name of it because it's I was Chris just Statlander. gonna say that. I, I was just gonna say that. If we have any listeners that find that show funny, just stop listening to us. Exactly. I, I was like, I'm going to say that, but John's going to be like, no, don't. And I was like, no, I mean it. No, Stop. It's, it's fine. Um, yeah. So, uh, Chris getting the win. Good stuff. Staying, staying, uh, up in the standings. Uh, up next, we had a Nyla Rose interview, which I absolutely loved this. 
I thought so it was funny. great. She's like, I'm hungry. And when I'm hungry, I break bitches. And I was like, oh, holy shit. And then I screamed, but she's still hungry. I, you know what? I sincerely hope she says that at some <laughs> point. I would okay, fucking TT, die. TTR fans, the, the joke behind that is John and I, uh, many, many years ago, <laughs> like eons ago, um, when sci-fi had the show Being Human, the American version. Yes. Um, we used to watch it weekly, and now we are kicking ourselves for not having a podcast on it because that was our jam. Um, people can hate on it, but I thought it was very funny, very well written, very well acted, and it was very funny. But there's a line in it that just is, but I'm still hungry, and it was the final line of the episode, and John and I just turned the TV off and went, what was that? And that was like our joke forever was, but I'm still hungry. Man, the last episode of the be of being human, the uh, American version, uh, April 7th, 2014. Yep. That was our jam. Holy. We guacamole. loved that show. We would watch wrestling and then we would, or, or one of the one before the other. It doesn't even matter. I can't but remember. It was, it, it was such a good show. If you guys haven't seen it, do give it a chance. It's very it's a funny. Good show. Good show. It was a really good show. Yeah. Um, I don't like the British version. Oh, I have never seen it. So, and that's how you know that I'm being sincere because I usually prefer the British version of everything. Yes. Oh, and I was like, I don't like the British version of this. Speaking of British television, Marianne, I just started watching uh, Matt Berry's new show. Or I don't know if it's oh, new. Oh, the vampire one? No, that one's great, too. Everyone should watch uh, What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, are uh, you talking about... Um, 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 Year oh of the God. Rabbit. That one? Oh, no. I ha- oh, I have to tell my mom about it. <laughs> yes. it's My mom has a huge crush on Matt Berry. It is out the gate just amazing. He is a detective in, like, um, I don't want to say... What, what streaming service is it on? I don't know. Okay, I'll have to tell her about it. If she yeah. hasn't already seen it, I feel like she has Matt Berry radar. Yeah, it's so like she like she loves him. I believe it's six episodes. He's so funny. He is amazing. Um, but yeah. So Chris Statlander comes out. She boops the belt because she wants it, and then Big Swole comes out and calls Nyla Rose brother, which I thought was really weird. She's like, Ah, yeah. What are you gonna do about it, brother? And I was like, Are you brothering someone right now? What is going on? <laughs> um so but i am here for if this is a match we're gonna get is a a triple threat between uh that's a hoss fight for sure for sure hosset hosset uh up I next don't know, man. i don't know either <laughs> up next we had john moxley taking on the debuting jeff cobb which unfortunately because we didn't record last week uh we didn't see jeff cobb I was checking Twitter and everyone just started saying, holy shit, Jeff Cobb. And uh, then I said, holy I shit. I mean, I saw it. I mean, yeah, I, I didn't get to finish last week's. Uh, I think I got like an hour and a half into it, but I missed some stuff. But anyway. Um, but you did see him come out. And I think I one of them yes. said, why is his hair so wet? Like, what happened to him before he came out? Like, one of the commentators, I can't remember who it was. And I was like, finally. They're admitting it. This is the kayfabe moment. <laughs> like, what is going on for when somebody's like, why is it, why is he so wet? Yeah. And I think somebody tweeted, is it a coincidence that King Kong came on? No, is it a coincidence that Godzilla was on right after this? No. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Um, <laughs> But this match was great. Uh, we had Taz on commentary. 
which was fun. Um, Cobb looked absolutely amazing here. Uh, this was a great first impression match, I thought, for people who you know aren't familiar with him. I think it made him look like a monster, which they were obviously trying to go for. Um, I got, can't see him as being a monster ever. Well, because he's the nicest dude ever. but Because he's so fucking nice. <laughs> yeah. And he loved my Backstreet Boys backpack, and I really am kicking myself that I couldn't get, like, he would totally wear it if it would fit over his arm. Yeah, there's, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, I want to see Cobb in my tiny Backstreet Boys backpack, <laughs> and he would, except it wouldn't even fit over his bicep. It's no. already on, like, the fattest setting. <laughs> Because it's for a child and have an adult. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I loved the inner circle in the crowd, especially when Cobb was going for the pinfall on Moxley and picked him up after two, and they, they cut to the inner circle, and Jericho's like, oh, <laughs> I really, really enjoyed that. Um, man, uh, that swinging back suplex that Cobb hit on Moxley was... He's so good at those. Fucking nuts, man. And that huge leaping European uppercut into uh into the corner. Holy Dude, hell, man. The fucking like oh my god, with like the momentum. Into yeah. that was nuts. Yeah. And I oh good shit. And the finish. The finish was great. I loved I it. I loved it. It was so innovative. Like you couldn't tell who took control of that fall when it happened. Like Cobb obviously started it like as an offensive move. Right. But then Mox kind of threw himself into it on purpose. And you couldn't tell if like who took over at the end of that. Yeah. Mo Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But Mo then Mox like capitalized on it and it was very good. I was like, you would never see this shit in the WWE. I will never get over him being in this. I <laughs> it's can't. so weird. Did you listen to uh, the AEW um, podcast? Oh, the one with Aubrey? No, not the one with Aubrey. They did one with um there it's it's Shivani and um somebody else. I her name escapes me right now. I thought they, it was Aubrey. Is it Aubrey? I don't know. Yeah. I mean it could be, but I can I honestly can't remember. But it, it it has Moxley on it and it's a really good listen. It's a lot of fun. He's very good on podcasts. Yeah, definitely check it out. Especially Do you because remember your Dean Ambrose voice? Dean Ambrose, <laughs> that voice. Um, but he, uh, you can tell because the last time he was on a like a big podcast, it was Jericho's, and he had just left, so he was just like, you know, bleh. But now he's like, uh, you know, he's pretty happy. So it was nice to hear him uh, to hear him chat about all that stuff. It was good stuff. Um, as good as this match was, everything that happened after the bell rang was fantastic. Uh, the inner circle comes yes, into the Aubrey. ring. Yes, it is Aubrey. It is Aubrey? Yeah. Why did I not know that? Sorry, Aubrey. Because she doesn't look like Aubrey because her hair is down in the picture. Oh. Oh, I didn't see the picture. That could be why. Yeah. I didn't see a picture. Um. Anyway, uh, everything that happened after the bell was fantastic as well. We had the inner circle come in, beat up Mox, Dustin Rhodes comes out. We get a little exchange between Jake and Dustin, uh, but that he, he is soon overwhelmed. And then all of the lights go out and Darby Allen's music hits and the crowd goes banana. They love them some Darby Allen. Yeah, man. Um, I guess my I can't I cannot get fully on board until he does something cooler on the skateboard. But um 
all right, I mean, I love this half and half jacket where half of it was just normal and the other half was covered in writing. Marianne, is this outfit a toot? I'm a bigger fan of the lace button up he had underneath. Mm-hmm. Um, very goth. Uh, when I read half and half in your note, because I watch it after you do your notes because it's easier for me to uh, seamlessly tie in when we're recording. Right. Um, the first thing I thought was, is this a lucky kid Jakob Habermeyer moment? No. And no. I was so disappointed. Aww. I put marginally disappointed, but I was so disappointed. It's still a tooth, though. I do like it. Yeah, it was um, good. It, but it I, I wanted a full lucky kid Jakob Habermeyer. <laughs> if you guys don't get the Jakob Habermeyer joke, please look that up. Uh, you'll, you'll end up going down the, the road of Tim Donst, and I will be proud of you. Um, you just made the list. It's my boy. <laughs> uh, crowd was going crazy. Um, I mean, d- d- uh, Darby didn't really do anything crazy with the skateboard coming down the ramp because he usually he never doesn't. does. Uh, but I mean, blocking the low blow from he Jake likes- Hager was cool. Yeah, he slows down before he gets to the ring, and I'm like, oh, my God, Manders would do this so much better. But Taz called him Dobby Allen, (laughs) and everything is ruined for me now. Oh, no. Like, everything. I'm like, oh, Dobby Allen. He's not anything else for me now. Master has given Dobby a skateboard. (laughs) (laughs) I can't. can't. It's so... I'm wondering if next week they're going to run Cobb Jericho versus Mox Darby or if they're going to run such a weird, oh, so weird. Sammy Jericho versus Mox and Darby. I think either one would be very cool. Uh, then we go to break, but Darby is still in the ring and he has the cue cards, much like Sammy. Master has given Gabby a cue card. Uh, I really liked this. I thought this was this was a cool, cool thing to do. I really like what they're doing uh, to build this match, you know, I think it's a good, good, good stuff. And I have a question, Marianne. Do you think in a year's time, so in 2021, uh, February, it's the 22nd, will we be talking about a time in the past year where Darby Allen was the AEW world champion? I mean, sure, why not? All right. Cool. He's over, he's over <laughs> as fuck. So, right. But to me, I'm just like, I can't do, there's just little things that I'm like, I can't just, just the skateboard thing. And then the coffin drop where he's like, weighs like nothing. He like floats like a feather down on people. And I'm like, ugh, Darby Allen is like the Riho. Like they're like the same. My where they're God. like, they're way too small to be trying to do those big boy moves. All right. Okay. Up next. You know? For the AEW World Tag Team titles, we had this Kenny match Omega. This was so good. Yes, this match was amazing. We had Kenny Omega and Hangman Page defending against uh, the Lucha Bros. And holy moly, this match, yes, was fantastic. Um, was Ken, Did Kenny have new music? No, this is the music he's always had. Okay, I was going to say it's a banger. Yeah, it's good stuff. I like it. Um. I had talked about this with Jaron and I believe he asked a question at the end of the episode where he, um, a lot of the, a lot of the wrestlers on AEW, that's like his problem with AEW is he was like, unless you're Jericho or Cody, um, you're, 
your songs don't have lyrics and they're just they're just like garage band i mean and i was like but i will say i do love best friends theme because it's so ridiculous yeah best friends and chris statlander has a great theme yeah i mean lucha bros have lyrics kind of the same as proud and powerful kind of but they're not very good i mean i'll (laughs) I'll say that yeah i'm like i'm like okay you know with it but at the same at the same time i'm like yeah it's it's they're not they're not gonna have like a I don't know, but I do love the best friends theme because right when I hear it, I go, oh, like I recognize it immediately. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. And it's just it's <laughs> so good. And I'm like, oh, that might be my new I, I need to find that somehow and I'll make that my alarm in the morning. Um, you with best friends. <laughs> Uh, the, the story they're telling with Omega and Adam page, uh, is good stuff. Cause they're they're You can tell each week they are working together, uh, better as a tag team, but they're not quite there yet because every time hangman goes for the, uh, the buckshot lariat, he hits, he hits Omega, but they're getting there. They're still winning matches, obviously. So to me, um, I had like this weird epiphany mm-hmm. when watching them to me, um, them as a unit, they remind me of a bipolar person. And there was a really good article that was written that somebody did that was discussing how, um, the dynamic of best friends was one has depression and the other one has anxiety and that's why they work so well. And this one, they remind me of a single bipolar person. Like, and mind you, I have bipolar depression, so I'm a little bit qualified to be making this comparison. Right. But I'm seeing Kenny as the side of a person that I let that you would aim to be, but can't reach all the time. Like, that's the goal that you want to be is motivated and like on the right track kind uh-huh. of thing. Mm-hmm. And that's me in my best moments on the weekend when I've had like Adderall and it's kicked in and I'm motivated and I have focus and stuff. Mm-hmm. But Page is the side that only allows you to cling to one small thing at a time to keep you functioning or like marginally happy. Like in his case, when he steps in the ring, he's able to completely focus and just annihilate with me guiltily. It's like reading fan fiction. Okay. So I'm just like, when I'm not doing anything, I'm like the only thing I have pleasure in doing right now that I feel like I could do is just read fan fiction. But like my equivalent to him drinking beer is sleeping. Mm. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like you when you're at your lowest point, it's like you you either have one or the other. You can't have. Right. So it's like if I if I had a weekend day where I didn't get anything done and it's, it's like eight o'clock and I'm like, I didn't do anything all day. That was fucking garbage. You know, like I could sleep all day. Yeah. Like that. It's the same. It's the same thing to me. But there's one thing I can concentrate and get one thing done at a time. Mm. Like when I'm at work, I'm like, I can do everything at work. I'm going to be obviously like miserable or whatever but then when i get home i'm like nobody fucking talked to me i'm going to bed at 6 p.m yeah. kind of thing and so that's the way i see them as a unit is just like one of them is clearly like not in a mental like good state mm-hmm. and then the other one is like what they would aim to be if does that make sense is that like reaching oh yeah it? No, that, no that makes They're, sense because i see i see kenny as a very focused motivated person mm-hmm. and then adam page is clearly he's depressed. all over the place a little bit yeah, but it's like he can he can do one thing at a time, mm. and it's like what happens when you have bipolar depression is you have one thing that gives you joy, mm-hmm. and then you're antisocial. You don't want to go out to do things, but it's not like out of personal like hatred or anything. You just don't want to go out, right? And then like you just want to sleep all the time, mm-hmm. or like you're sad, so you you go and um, throw yourself into one thing that keeps you distracted, drinking, you know. 
So, hmm. I mean, I'm reaching it, but I am becoming a pretty, like, I do like Hangman Page a lot now. Oh, I mean, we have a question about He's that. Well, he okay. is uh, for sure getting there, and I have no idea how this happened. But he hasn't—he hasn't been the same since his horse died. No, he hasn't. Have you noticed? Yeah, I'm a different <laughs> person. Uh, speaking of someone who is the guy, Ray Phoenix, still the guy. Um, I could watch him wrestle uh, forever and ever. Um, he's so good. He's like amazing. I can't hate him. Um, I do have a question, Marianne. Would you enjoy? Pentagon Jr. more if he said zero miedo. I don't even care. Uh, less zero miedo. if he said it like seventy five percent less. Um. Oh boy. Uh. Absolutely. Although twenty five percent miedo is still a lot, considering how often he says it. Yeah, man. I just. It's a lot. Do you understand why I get so annoyed? I'm like, where is the rest of you? Is this literally all you have? Yeah. Is this the only substance you have? It's not because I'm I've, so sick of it. I've seen him wrestle, and it's not the all he has. I'm like, you it's have just... so much more to offer. Why are you leaning back on this shit? Like, yeah, he why? Lean, he leans on it really. I mean, you know, give the fans what they want, but I mean, less is more sometimes, and I feel like we could use a lot less of this. A lot. I fucking hate it. You will never catch me doing it. I, I like think ever, I've... and I get annoyed when people start chanting it, and yeah. I'm like, oh my god. Like he has way more than just that. Yeah. You know? So um, like let's let's settle on like eighty or eighty, eighty-five percent less. Okay. Fair. <laughs> uh Kenny pushing Phoenix off of him into Hangman Page and Phoenix giving him a cutter was absolutely insane. I love wrestling. <laughs> it's like, just this so is, great. This is wrestling. He like pushed him and he like barrel twirled into a fucking cutter. And it yeah. was bonkers. Fucking I was like, insane. oh my God, like this is, this is peak wrestling. Like this is like the abilities that people, like the abilities that human beings have kind of thing. When I look at it, I'm yeah. like, God fucking damn it. You know, like that's the potential that people have. Yeah. And we're getting, oh. Um, I'm so not good. sure who hit it, but somebody hit the step up Hurricane Rana to the outside. I think it was Phoenix on Omega. It was Phoenix on that Omega because he right. went to because uh, Penta was going to go do the package. Oh yes, thing yes, and, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Um, great finish. My exact words are fucking hot finish. My God. Yeah, Paige did a really gorgeous moonsault, and I think like Orihara. Yeah, next to uh, Chuck Taylor. Uh, he probably has the prettiest moonsault I've ever seen. My God. He's got a gorgeous moonsault. I think there's somebody in the WWE that has a really good one too, and I can't remember who it Not was. Not Charlotte. Not Charlotte. <laughs> um, it's a guy. I think it's some. It's probably somebody in 205 Live, and they have like a fucking mean-ass gorgeous moonsault. I right can't on. remember who it is. Um, but yeah, it was a hot finish. Like They're so deserving of those titles. That match was so good. Yeah, I mean... They so so good and we had the young bucks come out afterward hangman's like i want the beer and he got that beer and there you go AEW's action figures man what did you think of uh the the action figures they showed here and i will also say those are not the only ones they they showed some more at uh new york uh toy fair oh, mm. oh the toy fair yeah they yeah, showed I think some more great quality oh my god they look so great they look so good. Yeah. But then again, they're probably they're not mass produced in the way that WWE action figures are. Probably. Um, because they're fucking nice. And if I don't get a Chuck Taylor action figure by Christmas, I am going to pitch a fucking fit. Yeah. 
don't even doubt me. Um, I know there is a Chuck Taylor action figure, but I want like I want like Dustin's made it televised. Yes, action figure. Yeah, like I want I want a six I want a Dustin success action figure. But also, how much you want to bet he's gonna have a stupid facial expression? Oh, absolutely, one hundred percent. It's gonna be the one because he always makes dumb facial expressions. It's gonna be something awful. I'm like, you have immortalized yourself making this face. You yeah. idiot. Like, what are you doing? But uh, uh, I think I think it should be the face of that uh, Ariel and I made when we cosplayed them. Oh my god! You know which one I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah. Where they're like, th- it's so bad. Um, uh, yeah, and there's them. there's for sure going to be an Orange Cassidy figure. I mean, come on. I think Orange Cassidy's going to get a figure before them. I and he hasn't even yeah. wrestled a match. No, he hasn't. Um, God damn! Not on, yeah, not on. He's been Dynamite. in matches, but he hasn't like actually wrestled, which makes me mad because he really knows how to wrestle. I know it's it's a little annoying, but whatever, whatever makes you money and doesn't make you you know hurt yourself. Um, main event time: Cody versus Wardlow. Tell me about it. <laughs> uh, in a Gross steel cage. Last name of all time. Steel cage. Um. My note, holy shit, what is Cody going to do? He can't throw his weight belt into the audience. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> you have to, like, launch it over the top of the steel cage. Yeah. And watch it doesn't make it, and it just, like, flops over the top. <laughs> uh, firstly, I really liked the look of this cage. I mean, it, you know, kind of looked like a WWE one. I love the variant setup of it. of it having no space. Yes, I did really. The ring. I there's, like, that. I think they mentioned there was, like, a little bit of space, but not enough to like, you know, run around the ring and do a bunch of not shit. not enough to fall down. Yes. It, it was not enough to like fit if you fell off of it. Like yeah. you would get significantly stuck. Um like, yeah. Uh I thought this match was pretty good. Um I thought Wardlow looked all right. I want to see him in some more matches. Uh I think if he wasn't so like meaty and big, he would be cute. Wow. My God. I know. It took him not wearing a suit and having his hair different for me to be like, hmm, right. I think he might be cute, but I can't decide. Um, Cody got fucking busted open. Oh, my God. Of course he did. Of course he did. Yeah, because they just those Rhodes brothers just love bleeding everywhere. Yeah. Um, and he was fucking grinding his face on the chains yeah. at one point. And I was like, fuck that. I am not looking. <laughs> it was gross shit. Uh, and wh- I watch hardcore matches, but that is yeah. like too much. Uh, Wardlow hit a swanton bomb at one point, which was fucking crazy. Um, he got mad air on it. Yeah, he did. Um, so good. A lot of stuff going on on the outside. MJF was there. Arn was beating him up. Brandy was hitting MJF with a chair. It was fucking nuts okay so i just found out um earlier that mjf is the same age as my baby brother and i suddenly cannot handle him anymore like i no longer have the will to live my brother that i held he's uh mjf is six years younger than me isn't that crazy it's bullshit crazy utter bullshit he's the same age as my little baby brother who i held when he was a baby like mm, weird yeah. shit and i told my mom and my mom was like i refuse to believe that <laughs> she's like i don't believe it and i'm like no he's the same age as ian i was like this is this is not good news <laughs> um so uh, there is a cage involved so of course cody has to do a moonsault off of it uh which was crazy uh good on wardlow for catching him i guess as well as you could without hurting yourself yeah. uh it, it looked great uh, Cody gets the win, and uh, MJF Cody is a happening. 
as if there was ever a doubt. Yeah, I know, right? Um, it wasn't. It wasn't. A, it wasn't a bad uh, battle. No, it was good overall. Great show. Yeah, very good stuff. Um, not a fan of Brandy's pink cowboy boots, though. Mm. Not a fan. Up next, we had MLW Fusion episode ninety-eight. We start off with some highlights, and the only thing I have to say about the highlights is. Uh, Ross Von Erich's got to figure out how to brawl because that looked like the slowest brawl of all time. Um, I feel like Ross Von Erich is hot, Uh-oh. like really hot. And the... then I confirmed it later. He is indeed hot. I'm hitting the button. Um, this. I'm hitting the button. <laughs> okay. You just made the list. Um, My the God. sound quality for this for MLW in general is questionable. Mm-hmm. Um, I kept turning it down and it still kept getting louder. And then it was like, I would turn it down and then it would get too quiet. But then there was points where I'm like, be like, I turned it down. Why is it so fucking loud? Weird. It was just, it was, it was not good. And I knew that obviously it's not your TV that does it. It's whoever's editing it. Right. You know how they make commercials louder. Yeah. And you know what is so funny about that is I'm very sure uh, this is, this has nothing to do with wrestling, but I will say they, I know in California, at least they, there was a law passed where you can't make your commercial volume louder I don't I would have to double check, but at one point I remember I would go watch um football every Sunday and it was on direct TV and in the middle like of commercial breaks they would have the direct TV like ad and it's like you were watching uh NFL Sunday ticket and it was like the loudest thing ever. It was like holy shit, why is this so loud? So I feel like they actually put some sort of law into but I'm sure people found a way around yeah, it because yeah. it was so bad. I was like, what is this? Like, why is it doing that? And I would have to keep turning it back up again and then turning it back down. I was like, this sound quality is just n- no, thank you. Strange. But, yeah. All right. Uh, opening match moonshine Mantel versus Logan Creed. Who are these people? This referee looked like a Bob's burgers character. I love it. And I couldn't stop laughing. But yeah, um, yeah. I, I thought to myself, "Who are these people?" And then, and then the match happened, and I went, "All right." Uh, I will say, Lo- Logan Creed. My goodness, uh, this this is a huge man. He's gigantic. He looks like to me. He was like at first I saw him, and I was like, "He looks like Luke Gallows." No. He's like Luke Gallows and the Ascension put together. <laughs> and now I can't unsee it. And then um, also, you, yeah, his gear. Yes, is his gear a toot. He was wearing, for those of you not watching MLW, he was wearing a MVP-style um, singlet that was gold and black but did not have sleeves. It, I think I'm okay with it. The okay. top seemed a little too corsety. Yes, yes, yes. But I mean, he looks good, and uh, he's obviously aiming for a Marvel character. All right. But um, I saw when I, and then they showed a clip of Alicia later and her outfit that she wore in her interviews like last week and the week or the week before. I'm like, oh, they're wearing the same outfit. <laughs> she was wearing a black and gold, hilarious, like, boned piece, very like, funny dress thing. And I went, oh. One of these things is exactly like the other. Who like, wore it, it better? Just, oh, who yeah. wore it better than Mary? <laughs> oh. I, I feel like um, 
uh, Alicia, she's sweet, but uh, sometimes she wears clothes that don't fit her properly. Okay. Like she doesn't fill them out properly and his actually fit him. Damn. There's my answer to that question. Logan Creed, you wore it better. Um, (laughs) I hate saying that, but sometimes I'm like, I was like, you need to have a bespoke outfit because Mm -hmm. I was like, you, you can't be wearing just like mass produced things because sometimes people's bodies are, um, they, they don't fit like the average sizing scale so you know yeah. she's very thin so i'm like it's sometimes when you wear something that's fitted like that it either needs to be like you need to have it taken in right or something i don't know um, she has great fashion sense yes this uh this match was a bit of a squash but whatever i mean it was to showcase logan creed uh he hit a crazy choke breaker um he he also uh did a dive over the top rope to the outside. And I actually in the living room said, Oh fuck. When he did it. It was uh, so like, it was great. Weirdly clean. Yeah. Like he went right over the top and I'm like, why is he, he looks like he's trying to hide the fact that he could actually fly. Yeah. Like it was, it was, it was bizarre. Yeah. Uh, he hits a for, big, especially for somebody that big yeah, hits a big old power bomb. Uh, Logan Creed gets the victory. Uh, I would not be surprised if WWE tries to sign this dude. Also, face paint didn't budge once. No, crazy. So impressive. Uh, <laughs> so uh, impressive. Up next, we had a Dynasty promo, and I am fucking living for these. These are like it my was favorite. So funny. I love these. I'm really bummed I missed last week because it was the Dynasty produced uh, MLW Fusion, but. Um, I, they, they had tried to, I guess last week they had recruited Logan Creed to the dynasty, but Mance Warner, uh, got him to stop being in the dynasty from one natty ice is is, he's just a charismatic, just really enjoyable person. Mance Warner is like the hick, like drunk version of Mojo Rally. Like that's, that's what, that's what I see in him. I'm like, he's just lovable. Yeah. Like I don't, yeah. Um, and adore him. And uh, the AirPod God is saying, "You could have got me that stump over there; would have been better." Or the and then a plane flew overhead, and he used He's it like, in you the already promo. Have four planes. Yeah. Well, fifth one would have been great. It was just a lot of fun. Uh, and then they say, "Let's take everything from from Mance Warner." Or that's what that's what um. Oh, Hammerstone, Hammerstone says, says and, and then. <laughs> He goes, God, I want to run you through. I want to run through a brick wall for you right now. <laughs> it's, it, I love their dynamic. I also love Gino, who's clearly the new guy that they're just kind of they he's a great wrestler. But other than that, they're just like, Ugh, whatever. But he's great. So it's fine. Put the soda down, Gino. God, I also love that they are still selling that gimmick that Hammer Hammerstone has that uh, Ramane. Yes, like he he was sponsored by them. I love that. I think that's really funny. I I just thought that whole segment was so funny and so naturally like done. It was just like oh, it's put great. the soda down, Gino. Ugh. Like it was just the delivery was just because you knew like the second they cut, they they were laughing. Yeah, I wonder. Like, it was so funny. I wonder how much longer till um maybe at least. Um, the AirPod God is in AEW with MJF. I wonder how long. He's so funny. He's also very good wrestler. So I think it'd be cool to, to, um, see 
MJF like have his own little stable. I think that'd be fun. Anyway, uh, we had Eric Stevens promo. You mean MJF, who's six years younger than me, having yes. his own stable when I don't even have my own apartment? Wow. Uh, we had Eric Stevens <laughs> up next. He is metal, and he is also going to be debuting tonight. Uh, we also had. He looks. He has Chuck Taylor eyes. Oh, we'll get there. Yeah, we will get there. Um. Oh yeah, and we, we got to talk about that too. Um. They did the top ten contenders, which it's just like, all right, this segment was way too long. It was way too long, and there was people on there that I was like, why and why no sexy Simon? You just made the list. I do. Where not the know. fuck was Simon? Uh, we had a, a oh God, I, I fucking hate these things. I either hate them or you have to find somebody else to do them. Hey, 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 Eric Stevens. Hey man. Hey, hey, what are you, what's, uh, what are you doing? It's like, what, the f- what is this? I get like, I get that they're trying to catch it up and, and it's, I don't fucking whatever. He wants to fight. He wants to fight junior bulldog is what he said. To me, I saw him and I, and it was like up close and I went, oh my God, he has Chuck Taylor eyes. Mm-hmm. Like they have the same shape eyes and I would know. Um, and, but, and then I was also like, holy shit, like his hair and just like everything. He reminds me of like, he's like Tommaso Ciampa and Corey Graves. Like he's got, he's got the overall attitude and swag of Corey Graves. Mm -hmm. And he kind of like, like looks a little bit like him, but he's built like Tommaso Ciampa and the style of him, like his hair and stuff is Tommaso Ciampa. My God. Like, it was just, like, something about the, like, I was, like, his overall look was just, like, the two of them together, and I couldn't get over it. And then when it gets to the ring and the match, at the very beginning, he's standing there while the other guy's coming to the ring, and he's literally making Corey Graves' facial expressions. <laughs> and I was, like, what is happening here? This is good shit. Uh, All hail Corey Graves. We then had the Eric Stevens debut taking on um, local Douglas James, local to me, apologies, I heard he's a piece of shit in real life. Well, that sucks because this match was pretty great. It was. And I feel like he was uh he was the main reason it was very great. This was a very back and forth match. My um, stepdad could not get over how like Eric Stevens was clearly taller than oh Douglas James, goodness. but they were but they were only five pounds difference in weight. Yeah. He I was a lot like, shorter how? than him. Yeah, how? How? I was like, how? And I was like, well, muscle weighs more than fat. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I was like I didn't have any like because Douglas Douglas uh, James weighs more than Eric Stevens, mm-hmm. but he's built broader, right? You know, and so I was like I was like I don't know how to explain this, but also like billing weights are never really accurate. Yeah, like billing heights are never really accurate. Yeah, so um, who knows? there was a nice little exchange between the two of them after the uh, after James slaps. Steven's head a bit after they're on the uh after he's on the mat uh that was a lot of fun um little slap fest in the middle uh and uh at the end Eric Stevens wins with the Sarasota screwdriver which is a great name for a finish and it looked pretty cool as well it was a kind of a northern lights bomb if you will yeah he I also noticed that um also, this is not adding anything to the quality of the match, but he also, like Chuck Taylor, pulls his pulls his trunks up a lot. My God. Um, and I went, welcome to the flat butt club population, me and Joey Janela. So it's just My like God. having to pull your... I was like, I have to do that a lot too. I'm getting better. I've been going to the gym to do thrusts and stuff, but you're in the same boat as right Joey. <laughs> right on 
Marianne. Right on. Uh, the dynasty beats up Mance Warner's friend, and he's very upset about it. Um, That's some guy they hired off the street. Contra is all angry about wrestlers. Contra sans my boy. Yes, sans, sans Simon. You just made the list. Uh, we have more Killer Cross promos, which I guess, okay, but he's signed with WWE. I will laugh really hard if... Killer Cross. It just deb- never happens. If he debuts on WWE before they before they do this <laughs> one, that would be very funny, and that would be super petty. But I mean, they probably don't know. But they, it's they the WWE because they're petty as fuck. Uh, they're we, so petty. We got another one of these uh, weird, awkward uh, interviews. Hey, hey, Tom, Tom, are you injured? Why? No. Uh, I don't know. What I, what the fuck is this? It's, just it's a- like they don't take enough pride in actually going 100% with all of their, yeah. uh, like every aspect of the company. Yeah. It's like you can't half-ass one thing and then go full into the other. You know, you have to do them all and you have to find somebody who will go all the way through in every aspect of the production. Yeah. And right now, like, you got some BC list people. Yeah. Like, come on. What the fuck is that? Um, we had an in- also Tom Lawler has dimples so deep they're like permanent in his face. <laughs> so I like can't decide if that's attractive because I look at him. I'm like, he's cute, but he also isn't cute, but he's cute. Like I can't. It's it's the more My I look God. at him, the more confused I get. Um, we had an injustice backstage little interview thing, which was with a guy that looks like Shane. Yes, uh, I thought it was. <laughs> I thought it was fine. Uh, we had Priscilla Kelly and um. Jimmy Havoc. How dare you forget that man's name? <laughs> the man with the beautiful, beautiful blue eyes. Um, and <laughs> he says, "Who's going to be next on the list of violence?" So we don't know. Uh, You're af- British. What accent was that that you just did? I didn't do an accent. I did. I just... thought you said violence. Oh no. <laughs> um, we had King Mo versus Doctor Dax. In a, Both of those names are bad. A horrible squash match. There is a lot to unpack in King Mo's entrance. Uh, he had an umbrella, a crown. Which you should not be doing indoors. An umbrella, a crown, and also a robe. Um, uh, King Mo wins. Moving on. Uh, main, that was ridiculous. Yeah. Main event. Uh, filthy Tom Lawler taking on Ross Von Erich. Um, Tom Lawler comes out. Uh, and is just shitting all over Texas, uh, just dancing around like an asshole. Uh, I love Tom Lawler. He's very He's good great. at that. <laughs> He's, He's very good at that. Um, Ross has a much different look than his brother Marshall, uh, full gear. Um, he looks a little like Mark Andrews. He does a little bit with his gear. Um, Marshall, as we know, doesn't wear boots, um, which is fine. Uh, but it's very strange because the, the I don't know it just it seems weird I guess it's just weird for a Von Eric to wear boots but I guess uh, Carrie did after he lost half his foot but I mean yeah he looks a lot like Mark Andrews I looked at him and I was like yeah he's got a he's got a delicate like angelic features about him that just makes me think of Mark yeah speaking of Mark I had I had said something recently where I was like I wish they had a hollow no it's chalkline jacket where like the design on the jacket was like the big bamboo album cover. Mm-hmm. And Mandrews was like, why doesn't this exist? Cause I like tagged him in it. Cause he loves chalkline jackets. He like lost his mind over my mojo jacket in new Orleans. <laughs> and I, every time I talk about hollow notes, I tag Mandrews in it. Cause he gets it. And he was like, 
I would, I want one so bad. And I was like, why don't they exist? That would be the greatest thing ever. Just like this tacky hollow notes jacket and holy shit. I miss Mark Andrews <laughs> so much. Um, I thought I, I know what I'm getting out of Tom Lawler. Uh, I was watching more f- to see what Ross had and he was pretty good too. I think Ross and, uh, Marshall are both very good, which, uh, is great. Um, can we call him Deputy Marshall Von Eric? <laughs> no. Because it sounds like such a Texas name. I mean, he came to the ring wearing the hat. But um, uh, this match ends in a DQ because Dominic Carini, good Lord, man, get to the ring faster. Ross Von Eric was stalling like a motherfucker. I told you he's not good. No, Dominic Carini's great. It's just, you know, maybe he missed his cue. No, and he was all boring and stupid last time I watched him wrestle. I was like, oh my God. what the hell? Are you new? Like, obviously, that's not your original style, but there's just something about him where it's like he hasn't quite clicked with how things are supposed to work when you're in sports entertainment. My God. You know, I'm just like, your timing's off. Why are you wearing fucking purple? Why not? Purple's great. Don't you love purple, Mary? <laughs> no? Not on a man. Not on a man. Men out there do not wear because i feel i feel like i've been like i dig this purple look on like somebody but not like a purple gi also didn't no didn't friends in similar tights wear purple yes yes that's what i said on certain people but i don't Mm. like a purple gi purple tights are different than a purple fucking gi all right no okay not on board my God. Um, Eric Stevens is back, and uh, he is apparently part of Team Filthy, and he also has some really great shoes, which I will toot. <laughs> um, I'll just toot him in general because it's hard to pull off the looks of two different people. True. Um, I will say uh, the the end of this was, whew, it, they got some heat, brother. Um, f- team Filthy, they spit. On the Texas team flippy, flag. as you put. What did I put? You put Team Flippy. Team Flippy? Flippy. Oh. I just changed it right now. I thought I put Team Flippy, and I was like, that's not right. Um, they spit on the Texas flag. Uh, somebody from the crowd threw a fucking trash can into the ring. That's how you don't work yourself into a shoot. Brother. <laughs> Brother. Uh, <laughs> but they used a trash can. They just started hitting people with it. And then they threw the flag of the state of Texas into the trash can. Uh, this was this is how you get some heat. Uh, great. I loved it. It was good stuff. Wow. Indeed. Yes. It was good shit. Yeah. That's, how you, that's how you get, like, threatened to get stabbed. Yeah. I remember, like... <laughs> How many how many tallies is that me bringing up Chuck Taylor? There was an interview I watched with him where he said that when he would when he was in the days of making children cry, that he would have parents come up like super pissed. And he's like, I had somebody that like almost stabbed me. They were so mad that Damn. I made their child cry like a dad that was like really pissed. Damn. And I was like, way to go, Dustin. Living so, your hardcore lifestyle. So this week. Uh, on AEW, we have Pac versus Kenny Omega in a 30-minute Iron Man match. That should be great. We also have Best Friends taking on the Butcher and the Blade. And we so have the excited. Jericho Moxley weigh-in. On MLW next week, we have uh, Los Parks, which is uh, L.A. Park and his son, 
taking on Contra Unit, which didn't seem to be Simon. It did seem to be Simon. Oh, it was? Yeah, I think it was Simon. Like, I'm pretty sure <sighs> it was. Because, the list. The, because he, the my, beard my list. Ovaries, I, I can't. My yeah. ovaries reacted. So my it God. To be Simon. It's a lumberjack match, so there you go. We also have... He's in, probably not happy about that. Probably not. But. We have Injustice taking on uh, Zenshi and the Laredo Kid. Uh, and then we have Mance Warner uh, versus Words. I don't know why I put that, mainly because he's just going to cut a promo. <laughs> and I thought it was funny. Uh, do we have any questions, Marianne? Yes, we have one from Jaren. Um, he asks... I told him to send it to you, um, but... He said, who are some wrestlers you hate but have banger themes? And who are some wrestlers you love that have garbage themes? Cesaro being obvious. Who are some wrestlers I love that have garbage themes? Uh, I will say... Or the other way around. Yes. I will say um, Cody's theme I absolutely hated when I first heard it. I was like, what is this? Uh, But now I actually really like it. Um, wrestlers that I hate that have banger themes. I don't know. I that's, can't even think. I can't even think of anyone. That's Wait, a, that's a good question because I can't. I can't think of anyone that I hate that I'm like, oh, they have a great theme. I can think of people that I love that have terrible themes, mainly Cesaro. Um, yeah, but um, uh, Jaren says he liked Cesaro's other theme. And then he said the one where it's if Dean Malenko's theme had someone rapping over it. Oh, my God. Yes. Okay. And also uh, he likes Ezekiel Jackson's theme from like 2011. Um, I have it on good authority that Ezekiel Jackson uh, is a very nice man. And I'm I'm kind of bummed he didn't go anywhere. I heard he was very nice. Nice um, people deserve to go far. Yeah, I'm trying to think of anybody who I love, but they had a terrible theme or somebody that I hated but had a great theme song. And I can't. Well, I think, can't. About, think about all the people you hate first. Uh, Undertaker. Um, <laughs> Undertaker again. I mean, Undertaker's American Badass theme was great. I love that. But um, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. This is hard. And I, I can't think of anything right now off the top of my head. Hmm. I'm trying to look to see for sure if it was Simon. Sorry, I'm on a Simon kick. You just made the list. Oh, that no, there okay. There you go. Their theme song was terrible, and I liked them. Oh, they the could, mod villains? Yes. Oh my god. Their song was so bad. And I it, it was just like they couldn't figure out what they wanted to do where I don't know. It was so weird and I hated it. There you go. That's, I don't know. That's I loved, I love the two of them. That's the one I will go with that one right there. I don't know. I'm just, I, I couldn't, I couldn't really think of Cesaro was the main one. I'm like, why is yeah. I remember him? I liking his, his weird siren one, mostly like unironically liking it. And it was my alarm for a long time. Yes. I remember because I asked you to send it to me. Yes. And then I made it my alarm. And now I'm going to ask you to send me the best friends theme so I can make that my alarm. Um, if I can find it. Just starting off every morning. Best friends. Um, but yeah, I think that's that's all the questions we have. You didn't ask anybody for questions. No, I have you? I have questions from Mike. Oh, sweet. Okay, go. Uh, what does the RJ stand for in RJ City's name? Oh, um, he made this joke already. Uh, Raul Julia. 
Oh my God. <laughs> Ralph Julia City. Love it. Um, that's not what it sounds for. It stands for. But that's he was like, also, that's who I was named after. And I was like, no, it isn't. Uh, he, I have no idea. I'm scared to ask. He also asks, uh, did AEW manage to get Hangman over organically? Is he more than just a guy now? I believe he is more than just a guy now. Yes. I can safely when say. Did, when did that change? I wonder. Three weeks ago, for sure. I don't know what he did, but I remember just being like, all right, this is fun. It doesn't feel forced. I'm down with it. What do, okay, first of all, why do I feel like RJ City's name is actually just RJ? I have because no idea. Because his last name's Skinner. We've moved on. And everywhere it has on. his last name, but it doesn't. So, no, we haven't moved on. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> just go ahead. Sorry, I had to Google it and my phone was slow. Um, so uh, is Hangman more than just a guy now? Yes, absolutely. Uh, how did they manage to get him over organically? I have no idea, but people, I almost wonder if they're like, people love booze, right? And that was just no, it. No, I, I also think he's very funny on social media. Yes, he is very funny. He is very funny. Just, yeah. I, I feel, I feel like they just kind of be like, I feel like he kind of, um, like stumbled his way into something like that by conversations with this, with other people on the roster yeah like it would be funny if you did this kind of thing mm -hmm. like remember the picture i sent you of him and orange cassidy trent and chuck like in yes. the bathroom and it's just him standing there naked with a beer yes and i'm like how did this come about it's very like that, funny that, how did this come about and you know that everybody's putting input on what the most ridiculous thing is going to be like you know it yeah. it's just it's so funny um, he also asks, what is our better cage, vintage blue bars or the WCW chain link fence? I I don't know, man. Something about that vintage blue bars brings me back. That's the old WWF cage from way what back. What was the away. style of the Ambrose Asylum? Uh, I believe that would be more of the WCW chain, chain link. <laughs> we were supposed to have forgotten that that happened. It was so bad. Yeah, it was. It was <laughs> awful. Um, all right. Well, uh, you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Tornado Tagger Radio. You can follow me on Twitter and retweet my tweet uh, at Sailor Moonsault. <laughs> and you can follow John on Twitter, who also retweeted my tweet. I did at JP Thrice. You can follow me on Instagram at Sailor.Moonsault. And you can follow John on Instagram at the same handle that he has on Twitter. Indeed. Um, Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Just search for Tornado Tag Radio. Please rate and review us as well. I I need um, to be reaffirmed that I'm hilarious. There you go. Also, head Thank on you. head on over to notlg.spreadshirt.com. Buy a Tornado Tag Radio shirt, a mug, a tote bag. Um, I, I don't know what else there is over this there. This is the part where I just remind you where have you why have you not done a local talent? A yet? local talent shirt has still have not done it. Uh, a local you can make a local talent pins. You can make a local talent whatever the fuck. I know. Uh, and I will wear all of it at once. Uh, wow, that's a lot of clothing. <laughs> um, support TTR and all of the other podcasts on the NOTLG network. Uh, become a Patreon. Patreon.com slash at OTLG, uh, shout out to Vince for upping his uh, monthly givings. We appreciate that for sure. Thank you, sir. We will you, up sir. our receivings. Receivings. Yes, we will up our receivings. <laughs> um, I think that does it for us this week. Join us again next week. We're going to be talking to AEW and MLW again on episode 225. 
There's only one thing left Good to do. God. Yeah, I know. We're, we're, yep, it's a happening. We've been doing this for five plus years. Good God. Marianne, there's only one thing left to do, so if you you. Ring the bell, brother. <laughs> this has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit NOTLG.com.